Um, What's the half? It's <laughs> showdown. What's yeah, going on? We're just workshopping a new <laughs> podcast here, Brandon. <laughs> Sounds, um, sounds like a really uh, successful. Oh, because Tinder Jason's day. home. My Jason just came home, so I, now I've got like all the time in the world. I'm like, so let's talk, you guys. <laughs> yeah, let's let's just yeah, yeah, let's yeah. get to know each other. And welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome Brandana Sports Podcast, coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 38 for you guys today. Guys, do what you're already doing. Subscribe. Leave five stars. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. It's the holiday season. Give people the gift of this podcast. Let them know <laughs> we're grown. We appreciate it. I'm Brandana, and with me, as always, the monster of stats, most awesome. How you doing, brother? What's going on? What's the house? Uh, you know what? Just getting ready for uh, Thanksgiving is upon us. Mm. And uh, my favorite you know, holiday. I don't. Those... I don't know if you remember most awesome from some showdowns long ago, but my favorite holiday. Yeah, uh, mine as well too. I think this is before we really were scoring it and really getting aggressive on it, <laughs> figuring out yeah, what so it was. Both yeah. Share... yeah, exactly. It, it, like our, our podcast out. used to just be like, uh, so we hate Steph Curry, and uh, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? And Neapolitan ice cream. <laughs> that was all. Right, that. Right, right. How far hey, we've uh, come. Bill the Butcher. Let's talk about him. <laughs> yeah. So very good. Um, so yeah, we're, so we're getting, we're, we're, we're going to probably travel here and in, in a, in a few and then, uh, yeah, man, just spend some time with the fam and the cousins and grandparents that aren't really grandparents, but our girls think that they are. So, you know, it's great. <laughs> dynamite, dynamite, man. Uh, well, let's hop into it. You know, we got a chalked full one cause we got a guest on and those always really test the hour of power. Uh, guys, we got ripped from the headlines. We're going to talk the greatness of Barry Sanders. We have our hour of sour. Uh, we got a report. Uh, you came up a little short on the mad degrees or uh, mad degrees of separation. So we got to figure out what you had to listen to and why. Then Eric Klaus is going to join us in studio. We're going to jump into an MAMA parenting tip. We're talking sibling rivalry. We're going to do the Neapolitan showdown. We're talking celebrity man crushes. And we'll finish as we always do with our MVP. How's that sound, we brother? Might, it sounds great. We might have a little little tasty treat for you too, Brandon. What's up? Just put ah, it out there, Ralph. No, Just no, put no. a little. No, no, I, I type up the run of show. Like, I know what's going on. I had no surprises coming oh, okay. this way. All right. Uh, maybe you do, no. maybe you don't. Who knows? <laughs> All right, let's I get into us. Bring us to that jam. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. All right, ripped from the headlines. We're talking how good was Barry Sanders. Why are we talking about that this week, brother? We're talking about that because, well, like I said, we're in the Thanksgiving season, and what goes better with turkey and mashed potatoes and mm -hmm. stuffing mm -hmm. than Thursday day football mm -hmm. in the NFL? And uh, a premier fixture of that was our my Detroit Lions, our Detroit Lions. And during the heyday of that era, for, for me, most awesome was one Barry Sanders Probably the single best running back of all time. Yeah, so we're talking. He's five foot eight, not a 
not a towering man at all. Uh, running through just real quick to bring anybody up to speed who hasn't heard of Barry Sanders. I can't imagine. Even if you're not a sports fan, you haven't. Uh, Ten times Pro Bowler, six-time first-team All-Pro. Rookie of yeah. the Year. He won the Heisman Trophy in college. Four rushing titles over the span of his 10 years. Uh, he's third all-time yards, 10th all-time rushing touchdowns. Or he played nine years, right? Was it nine or 10 years? Like some, He played 10 years, yeah. 10, 10 years. Some say he retired a little early, though, yeah? He did. He 100% did. He was. He just turned 30. Um, the reason for that was is Barry, in his own very way, was very um, – stubborn is probably uh, too harsh of a word, but he was very like, this is what I'm going to do, and it's very hard to change his mind. I don't think he liked playing for the Lions – um, Bobby Ross was the head coach at the time. Wayne Fonts was the previous coach. Bobby Ross was very like military kind of do as I say, don't question it, just do it. Uh, Wayne Fonts was a very player friendly coach. And their last season, they went five and eleven. And so he said, you know what? I don't want to play for this. I'm going to retire. And he did. And then the Lions, here's a little deep dive on that. The Lions actually sued him for some of his bonus money. Um, and he said, you know what? Uh, they wanted to repay $5.5 million. Uh, and an arbiter ruled that the, he had to give back a sixth of it, $1.83 million. He said, I'll give the whole 5.5 back if you release me and, and basically grant him his free agency. Yeah. They said no. And he goes, okay, well, then I'll retire then. Because he might have actually then gone off and played for another team, which they did not want that to happen. Okay, so was uh, free agency a little bit different back then? Yeah, I mean it's not it's not as we see it today. This was probably the most control he had. Yeah, and he was like, all right, and and he was like I said, the type of person that was probably smart with his money. Probably didn't buy a bunch of lavish houses and cars and things like that. Um, and probably just sat there and realized like, look, I, the only control that I have over my career is this. I'm going to retire. I'm sure he's financially set up very well. And if they call my bluff, they call my bluff, and I'll get out of it. And at the time he retired, he was the second uh, leading rusher in the NFL with 15,296 yards, Ooh. 99 touchdowns. Um, he had about 350 catches for almost 3,000 yards and another 10 touchdowns. Fun fact for Barry Sanders, too, yeah. had the, the most negative yardage carries of all time. Mm. 1,114. So that's basically 1,114 carries. He actually lost a yard. Yeah, I remember that. Because if you talk a little bit about, I don't know, right now we watch football, maybe it's not as much, but you know, eight in the box was the thing, especially when the passing rules were a little bit different and you sure. didn't have like a threatening like quarterback, which I think you went many years. Barry Sanders went sure. many years without having that. Uh, he's known for his just like his just elusiveness. Right. I mean, that's what right. whenever you think about Barry Sanders, you picture him just one way cutting the other way about three yards behind the line of scrimmage. So the point you're making about having the most like lost yardage plays makes sense. But it was also he was able to just escape that. Was he just like dodging guys one at a time? Because at a five, eight size, like he's not bowling over dudes. That's not his running style. No, no, he was he was short, but he was incredibly strong. He had that low center of gravity. So at 5'8", he was 200 pounds, but he was, like, rock solid and, like, legendary work ethic. I know we've talked about sports cliches, but he really did. He was uh, an, a, a huge worker. And uh, fun fact, growing up as a kid, Barry Sanders' favorite game was tag. So they would play <laughs> him and his brothers and all that would Makes play tag. Sense, and so, yeah, the, yeah it's the, the foundation for his little dodging and getting around people. And so um, it, it 
it clearly showed. And, and when the Lions played, the offensive line, it's kind of really where the first like zone concept came from. It's like the offensive linemen didn't have like real traditional assignments. Like you get this guy, get to the second level, get that guy, because we're going to create this alleyway and seal and go from here. They had areas. You block this area because they didn't know where Barry was going to go because he could see you know, going in this direction or running to the right. Now they had a direction of where they were going to go. I'm sure they had plays, but if you were on the backside of that rush, you just blocked that area because you didn't know if he was going to come back and try and find a hole somewhere. Uh, so draw a parallel, compare him to a back today. Is there any back on the field where you're just like, that's the closest to Barry or you can flip that off also. Like tell me a back today for like, you know, maybe a generation after ours that didn't quite come into the NFL fandom like in the mid to late 90s that's just like this guy is kind of what Barry ran like oh uh, it's so it's it's, so it's, it's, it's kind of like it's one of a kind right like yeah he, he, he was so he, 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 he was a patient he was a patient back but he wasn't like a Le'Veon Bell because he just like wasn't like tall and falling forward like he wasn't right. it wasn't like a bruiser just like running straight up the middle like it's I, it's really hard to compare yeah, I can't I can't think of someone who just straight up make makes guys miss yeah. all the time. Like consistently can just and have the speed and all that stuff. I don't it's just it's just not it's just not how it is. I'm trying to think of yeah, that's a t- there there and that's the thing. There just isn't a real Yeah, it's, it's a little mixed. Like I, I think one of a kind of it. I think there's a little like Finding the hole exploding through it like reminds me of like a little AP, like not just kind of like when you get the open field, like kind of like stop on a dime and like kind of go forward. It's almost like he almost had like that kind of you look at some of the good wide receivers that just kind of can like sense the way like, you know, a defensive momentum's going and like stop right. or almost like lead them into like overcommitting like where they're planted and do that. Like it's, it's almost like a little mix of that. Yeah, there's I think it's famously that's a Patriots highlight where I think it was Ty Law, where if you remember, he's coming down and Ty Law is kind of like running with him, but in front of him, and he kind of goes this way and leads Ty Law this way and then yep. goes back and leads yeah, him yeah. the other way and just he just confuses him all around. Right. I mean, that was just that was just Barry Sanders. I mean, Barry Sanders, so and I've taught I know we've talked about pods past, like Barry Sanders, if you were a, a football player in that era, was just like an exciting, like everybody wanted to be Barry Sanders. You wanted to be him, and yeah. he was our player. He was everyone that played football in high school wanted to be a running back. You didn't want mm-hmm. to be a quarterback. You didn't want to be a wide receiver. You wanted to be a running back. I wanted to tote the rock when I was in middle school. Um, Mr. Rubenstein, my gym teacher, who was also the football coach, let me – pull out all the jerseys and get them all organized in seventh grade let me pick out the first jersey out of that pile you know what number i took number 20 for barry sanders it's gotta be 20 baby it's gotta be 20 gotta be 20 uh that's great but uh, real fast i did want to ask this question real fast and we'll move into something we hit on in pod pass which we keep bringing up pod pass but eventually we do 52 of these motherfuckers we're gonna talk of, we're gonna cover most things in sports um yeah did he have a nick why didn't he have a nickname was there a nickname for him Oh, you know, I don't think that there was a nickname. For I, him, I looked but like it's, it's, it's I, I looked it up form. and I saw something. It was just like small and mighty, or just like I was just like this is these aren't real nicknames. Someone just added this on Wikipedia. No, no, no. I don't remember hearing any yeah, of this the, shit. Yeah, no, I don't think so. But it's true to form. It's like you know, every touchdown he score, he flips the ball to the referee, which became his signature move. Yeah. Everyone was like looking for it. There was no spiking the football. There was no, you right. know, I, I, I'm surprised no one called him Sleepy. 
because he was famous for taking like catnaps on the bench during a game. <laughs> I'm not I'm not making I'm not making this up. Like he would find that's, any excuse, close awesome. his eyes, and just yeah. try not offer a few. That's gonna oh we'll try to make it st- stick. You know, oh t- sleepy Sanders. Uh, Twenty years after the fact, we'll see if we make it stick. Yeah, I really and I think I will tie this into this, and I think you'll agree. It goes back to what we were talking about, also where kind of. QBs have that pressure to win a chip to be considered great. You bring up Barry Sanders, like, I don't know, he probably has like, what, like, four playoff wins through his whole career? Like, if if that, and he's still oh, I like... I don't even think any. I don't think they have any. Uh, no, they have one. They had one, one playoff one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah it's quick 10 years. But it's still like, uh, he's like, no question, you're bringing up greatest running backs of all time. Like, you're not not saying Barry Sanders' name. His teams, they went 78 and 82 over the course of their, his 10 years. I mean, he was under 500. The best season was 91 when they went 12 and 4. I think they beat a team and then lost to the Redskins in the playoffs. And then after that, everything was either 9 and 7, 10 and 6, or 5 and 11. I mean, the, the Lions just weren't good when they had them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They weren't good back then. Thank God things have changed. Anyway, let's jump into the hour <laughs> of sour. Time for Son you, of a bitch. <laughs> time for you to make good, bro. Uh, we had Prima shoot in, uh, had a little recommendation. That's what we're looking for, guys. Uh, hit us up at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. See if you can get it done faster for our map degrees of separation or if you have any recommendations of just shitty entertainment we got to dig into for an hour. It's going to be fantastic. So we had a set, uh, Prima set up. Most awesome after he came up short on the last episode with uh, yes. ner- ner- Nerf Herder. What are we talking about here? Par- pa- Perry Nerf Grip? Herder. What's up? Yeah, Perry what Grip, is this? Nerf Herder. So it's kind of, uh, it looks like it was dealer's choice on this. So I took a little bit of each. So I listened sure. to Nerf Herder first. Um, this is like a punk version of They Might Be Giants. It's very, uh, very tongue in cheek, very kind of comical punk music. Uh, Perry Grip is the lead singer. And, well, I don't, I don't, um, I don't get comical. Like, uh, is it like Blink One Eighty Two? Is that like? Yes, it is. It's Blink One Eighty Two, okay. but it's like, uh, you know, punk rock, a little bit more jokey, right? Oh, more less, jokey. less like, okay. yes, more jokey, much more jokey. Um, they had a, a, a show or a song, a show. The first song I listened to is Golf Shirt. The next one I listened to that was Mr. Spock. Yeah, um, which is all about your girlfriend wanting to be more like Mr. Spock or something like that. Okay. Don't really know. Sure. Then there was uh, a song called sorry, which the, he actually rhymed Bacardi with, with, with party, which made me think, did 50 cents steal that rhyme from nerf herder? Mm. Maybe he's a nerf mm. herder fan. Bacardi party. I think, I feel like that's a 50 cent. Rhyme. What, what, what era is nerf herder? Is this now is this happening? Oh, this is, this is nineties. Oh, nice. Okay. 90s. Okay. It's, it's past it's, us. No, it's very much in that. Like, Bloodhound Gang, Alien uh, Farm, Bloodhound like Gang. That. That's good. Yep, 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 yep. yep. That yeah. makes sense. And so, uh, but that whole so, that whole song is crazy. It's it's been interesting that she recommended this because there's a couple songs like "Sorry" is about him like escalating apologies, and it's like you know I was on ecstasy and uh, crashed through your bedroom window, mm. jerking off in the window in your front yard. Nice. Like there's 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 some interesting things here at this. Well, well, she she My did. Favorite? I think she did recommend it as a form of of punishment. It wasn't punishment. just like sure. okay. check out these oh, jams. Okay. All right. Um, then then there's a song Van Halen, um, talking about how much they love Van Halen, and then Sammy Hagar got involved, um, and they hated it. Uh, guess what? I'm a Van Halen guy, not a Van Hagar guy. Mm. So you know. Mm. Yeah. So, um, 
Okay, so let me go through. Here's the, here's the they did a song for Scott Pilgrim versus the World, which was called My World or uh, yeah, My World, and then um, they did a cover of Mr. Blue Sky, and the probably the best song that I actually thought was actual had perspective, and not just kind of like a jokey like you know quick turns of phrase was lamer than lame. Basically, it was like, hey, I'm a super nerd. And I know you don't like me, but you should try me than the other guys that you've been dating, which was kind of interesting. My favorite song, and I know we're getting we're we're up against it. Yes, was Court was Courtney, which was basically a song just shit talking Courtney Love. For I'm not really sure. And like <laughs> they wrote a song, like one was Courtney, you made me woozy when you fucked Woody Harrelson in the jacuzzi, which is that Larry Flint. Larry Flint, like yeah, People versus Larry, Larry Flint, Flint. yeah. Yes. And then here's another one that I thought was like, you know, when like an artist writes something or does something and then everyone comes in after and kind of interprets this as something else than more than what it was. Mm -hmm. Let me know if you think that this is so this is in this Courtney song. Courtney, don't blow it all away. What about me? I'm not gay. So here's what I'm thinking on this line is, Mm. is. Is this obviously don't blow me away? Right. Is that they're, they're saying like they're, they're they're implying that what Kurt Cobain was like closeted and then like yeah she killed him because of it or something. Right. Well, don't blow. That's what I thought. Was it don't blow it all away? Blow. Yeah. Shooting, kill, allegedly right. murdering him. Yeah. And blow coke like she was, you know, all coked out. So is it is it that or am I just reading too much into that? I I don't know. I haven't dug enough into nerf herder. Uh, nor, oh, you're not on their blogs, buddy. Nor uh, will I, I guess. Uh, right. Well, I, th- I think, um, yeah, brother. So, does the punishment fit the crime? Is this something we all need to be listening to? <laughs> it does. It, it does. It does. <laughs> and and he has a solo Perry Perry Grip as a solo act, which is all just like these like commercial like ditties that are kind of interesting. I'll play you one. You know that app that you, that people have called Diddy, where you just like plug in a line and it oh, makes I a do. song about it. I actually it? do. Yeah. 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 So this is this is what I think he basically makes all of his songs with. I'm, I'm going to try and play it for you okay. real quick. So that's 31 seconds, and it feels like a an eternity. A lifetime, yeah. So you had to do an hour and, of that. Oh no, I did 30 minutes of it because I split. That's Perry's solo oh, you career. Well, thank, like you are, you are a man of your word. Um, do you feel I'm like now that my word now now that people are sending in the actual like punishments we have, the stakes are kind of rising because like I don't want to do an hour of that shit. Yeah, yeah. Scenic seven. Mm-mm. No, thank you. I'm going straight for the kill. Two shots. <laughs> All right. Speaking of an hour, this is the hour of power. So we got to keep it cooking with uh, gas. Thank you, Prima, for sending in the punishment. As you guys know, you can reach us at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. Cinnamon. Uh, we have Erica Klaus coming to the studio right now. We're going to sit her down and we're going to run the gamut. Bring us to that jam.
We are there. All right, guys, and we have guest Erica Klaus in studio with us today, bringing a little bit of that that woman's touch that probably this Broy podcast might need. How are you doing, Erica? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Brandon? We're good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. Thanks for asking. Thanks for hopping on. Uh, yeah, I want to bring you on a little bit. Talk a little bit about. Uh, little OU football. I know that's your little sports thing, but I think you're also mm-hmm. going to join us for the parenting tip. And then, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think first and foremost, uh, we met probably around, what was it, eight years ago? Does that sound like too many? That sounds high. No, because I've been married eight years and I had just gotten engaged when we met. Okay. So, yeah, that sounds eight years ago. Sounds right. And you, uh, you gave me an invite to your wedding. I came to your wedding. I did. That was wild. I know. And I know you did. You came to my engagement party, too. Do you remember that? Uh, that was at the bowling alley, right? It was. And you came yeah. in a long trench coat. <laughs> okay. Well, we don't need to get into details. I know, fashion fashion okay, has changed. Saying. Fashion has Brain changed. Brandon was emo as fuck. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and charming my family. My mom thought you were very, very charming. Big fan of your mom and that party. That was yeah. a, uh, that was a good Karaoke time. bowling party. It was really fun. So you're, you're still out there in the West Coast. Still, uh, mm-hmm. still in the acting game, yeah? Yeah, mm-hmm. Actually, Klaus is my married name, but Munoz is my uh, professional name, Brandon. So, uh, do, okay, but did you, uh, so do you switch that over, or do you kind of keep the same? I know a few of my friends kind of kept the same, just kind of stage name, so, because why I kept restart the stage that name. IMDb? Yeah, just keep it I the same. I kept the stage name, yeah, just to keep it simple. Yeah. And Klaus is, like, people think Santa Claus. It's kind of sure, a creepy sure. last name. Uh, well, uh, so... You have been a big proponent. We've talked on the sides before, and you've been a fan since the beginning. Uh, yeah. Self-reported. You listen to most of the podcasts, albeit maybe 30%, I think, self-admitted to. Yeah. <laughs> I listen to 30% of every single podcast, 100% of the time. <laughs> yes. Which, uh, which, I'm a which huge 30, fan of which 30% <laughs> like a is third. It? Yeah. <laughs> um, I like um, the parenting tips quite a bit and actually yeah. have put them into action several oh. times they're oh, so good oh. um and i like um i like the neapolitan showdown occasionally <laughs> and i do like some of the sports stuff i think when you guys talk about college football i like to get some of that too but um and i guess i like the frat stuff too because it makes me laugh there a little you go bit. yeah oh, really i feel like that's more than 60 percent right yeah, now. yeah, yeah so i know that's, like, like, that's the entire show no, or do no, you no. just like you spend so much time talking about sports because you know it's a sports podcast it is and yeah. that sure, right. that part i just i it's like i can't so were you were so you a look, fan when we went over to the uh the hour of power because i mean that makes 30 percent 100 percent a fan of, of that <laughs> i mean hands down she and was like, That's i also 20 minutes of podcast that i don't have to yes. listen to <laughs> yes. it's very challenging that I, did, that I wasn't listening to it's hard to go you know the 15 per like 15 second thing i have to keep going and sure. then when I hear <laughs> M.A. be like, and then my daughter, then I have to, like, go back and, re- like, listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess by 30%, like, you just like M.A.'s side of the podcast. Pretty much. So you just kind of, like, skip through. <laughs> no, sure. no. I, I mean, it's, it's all great. I just really, really love the parenting stuff. I think you should have your own parenting podcast. It's Whoa, really oh. hands off. Why are you trying to steal my pod or partner? Or just, you know, have a baby <laughs> and that. then... <laughs> 
have you know what? I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Just 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 keep you just keep fast forwarding it. We'll just we'll take what we can get. Listen to the thirty yes, exactly. percent. That'll be fine. A, a spin is a spin. It doesn't care. It doesn't matter how much they listen to. So we'll it's take. Right. Okay, so That's you do right. you do watch a little bit of sports, right, Erica? Yes. Primarily uh, OU football. Yeah. Yeah. So I used to watch a lot more football. Well, before we had kids, I watched mm, a ton of football. Sure. We used to sit and watch football. I mean. We'd get up in the morning and make food and watch football all day and never leave the couch. And it was you, awesome. Oh, you, yeah. You have uh, you have two boys. Yeah. I have two boys. Yeah. But yep. then, you know, you have kids and they don't really want to watch football. And I just felt like that's something I, I don't know. I just wanted to give that gift to my husband and let him have Saturdays. And so I usually take the kids out of the house so he can actually enjoy it. There you go. Yeah. Because... I don't know. I feel bad. But it's hard because I really used to love that. And it got challenging for me because, you know, all the concussion stuff that's happening with. Sure. It got hard to watch when I had boys. I started thinking about, you know, not to be a huge downer, but I started thinking about them. And it's I don't know. It's difficult to watch. So are they uh, they going to get to play football? Never. 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 Hard no. Well, I'm sure they're going to. I mean, I don't know. I guess I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. But it's it's super dangerous, right? Isn't it? Yeah, I think it's it's really dangerous. I don't know how, how old are your kids? Okay, so I mean, so the sports always the sports always dangerous, but right. it's especially dangerous when they're really young. So if they're playing like Pop Warner and they're under like ten, yeah, yes, I would probably not recommend. And you're out in California, so there's probably like seven on seven flag football leagues out there. Yeah, pretty if much. If they're really into it. Yeah, you could do that. But that's, yeah, it is really, but any youth sport where there's contact is going to yeah. be pretty dangerous. Yeah. Even, even soccer for young men and women playing with the headers and things like that, they have a high incident of concussions. Youth hockey players have a high incidence yeah. of concussions. Overall, it's just very scary. So you just have to be very mindful of it. But I think, as you were saying, is, is football has definitely taken center stage on all the concussion talk because we've we've seen some of the most dramatic, aside from like professional wrestlers, mm-hmm. we've seen the most like dramatic impact of the lasting effects of these injuries over the course of time. And it does kind of, when you see it now and you have the awareness of what's going on or what could happen 10, 15 years from now, yeah. you sit there and go, Ugh, I don't know how I feel about it. And I think as Brandon and I have talked about it, we, we kind of feel the same way as diehard football fans too. Yeah, it's I, I've heard the same thing about soccer too. Somebody told me that the stats were pretty similar um, with concussions in soccer, mm-hmm. and they do play soccer. So I, I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I guess I should do more research on it. But something about football just feels, uh, I don't know, it just – Maybe because I grew up with soccer and I'm used to soccer. You know, I didn't grow up in Texas sure. where so- where football was huge. So sure, I yeah. And it's also I think uh, I think that's a good point, Erica. Is just because kind of across the board, like it's almost that's what football almost prides itself on is the fact that it's a mm-hmm. violent sport. And I was kind of like trying yeah. to walk that back, but it's definitely like soccer. The concussion is kind of like a like a hidden danger that kind of makes sense when you think about it. But you're yeah. just like, oh shit! Like, but football, like, it's kind of an easy like. No, like you guys are low, literally throwing your body at each other. That's a strong pass. Yeah. And I yeah. read somewhere, too, that the head, the head injuries and the concussions in soccer come later, like on a more professional level and not as much on the, on the younger side. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but I read that somewhere. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think brain injuries, you're way more susceptible the younger you yeah. are. So smaller impacts have greater lasting mm-hmm. effects. Uh, I think, but I think we're also going to come on out on the other side of this whole CTE stuff and realize that 
prob I probably have seen some form of CTE. I played football in high school. I played contact sports. I mean, there's going to be some like, I don't want to say acceptable level. That's going to sound kind of crazy, but I think we're going to find it's a little bit more prevalent than just solely singular isolated to football, mm -hmm. but football is our barrier and barrier into entry into the understanding of what this kind of stuff has. So yeah. I think we just have to be more aware of, um, what would our kids, the sports that our kids play early on and see yeah. how active it is. And, and also too, the, the biggest thing for that, like with like youth football is the coaching, the coaching that is the, those guys that go out there, don't not putting your kids in those dangerous situations. Yep. And you know, uh, if you probably, you never heard of it called this, but it's called bull in the ring where it's like, you have the, all the guys in a circle and then one guy is just chopping his feet in the middle. And then the coach taps one guy in the shoulders and he runs and tries to knock the other guy that's called bull in the ring or wow. bull in the circle that's the thing that we used to do like all oh my the time God. it's crazy but it's like and it's the reason why that is is like it's teaching to keep your head on a swivel and be aware of your surroundings and not get you know knocked on your ass well that sort of stuff is kind of like a bygone era and people yeah. are not doing that and they're being a lot more smart about how how they uh how they teach fundamentals to kids yeah and i think you know i i say no never but one of the biggest sure. challenges I have as a parent is trying to, especially as a mother of boys, is to give them independence and give them autonomy and let them to make their own choices and do their own thing. I tend to cling really tightly, you know, and sure. maybe that's true sure. for most moms, but I, in particular, I find myself, my sisters are telling me all the time, just let him be, let him figure it out, let him get into a fight, let him you know, let yeah. somebody be mean to him, let him do what he needs to do to figure that out. And that's one of the one of the biggest challenges for me is letting him, you know, scrape his knees and get hurt and do the things he needs sure. to do. So, yeah, it, yeah I don't know. it's counterintuitive. It's counterintuitive as a parent. You're you're so you spent so much of the early years singularly focused on protecting yes. and making sure everything doesn't happen yes. to then all of a sudden you're gonna be like well now i have to let this happen mm -hmm. and that's a hard switch to 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 flip when you get when you kind of get up into it and just every year progressively letting them go every year yeah we let you know you hold on less and less they're in school longer and longer they don't want you know it's like it's yeah it's very challenging i, I cut you off earlier i didn't you didn't say how old they are how old are they uh my oldest is six just turned six my youngest is four okay yeah so they're and you know, similar age disparity. All right, all right. Brandana, yeah. really the oh, third sorry. wheel in the room. We got on. No, let's just do this. You know what? Like, <laughs> the parents are here. You guys are rolling. Did, did you yeah, play sports no, as a kid? No, man? That, that's fine. You, you know what, Erica? You showed up for the portion of the podcast. You enjoy. You get to participate. <laughs> MA, MA parenting tip take me to that jam. <laughs> To the honeys, money, playing niggas like oh. <laughs> All right, MA, MA parenting tip. We are talking sibling rivalry. Uh, we both know Kamishette, Kamishette 2.0. Most Awesome has two girls. Erica, who's joining us today, has two uh, boys. Why are we talking about sibling rivalry this week, Most Awesome? Klaus 1 and Klaus 2. Klaus 1 and Klaus 2, <laughs> yes. Jackson and Hudson. Perfect. So why are we talking about this? We're talking about this because, well, as Erica kind of mentioned, she's got a, a six and a four year old. I've got a four and a two year old and they are cusping into that. They're, your your boys are probably right there in it where we're having a little bit of sibling rivalry. Mm -hmm. Everything is a, either a competition or a fight or vying for mom or dad's attention. And so I thought what better opportunity to talk about it with someone who's probably knee deep in it a little bit. Uh, and talk about just our experiences and, and some, some thoughts and ideas that we may have on it. 
Yeah, I'm in. We, it's kind of funny that we were just talking about control, right? Mm -hmm. So the, the one thing that, especially uh, when we were thinking about sibling rivalry, the reason why, like what, what are they trying to accomplish? Uh, a lot of times it is they're trying to vie for mom and dad's attention, right? They're trying to get that. We've talked about it in pods past, the attention bucket filled uh, up. And, the and they're needing to find it. Yeah. And they're needing to find it somewhere. I think somehow. I think Erica's literally pulling out a notebook. I think I see a legal pad and some notes I being mean, taken. This is awesome. I'm not kidding you. The food one where you talked about dinner, the next day I was like, no, you're going to finish everything on your plate. I mean, yeah, I'm a better yeah. parent because of you. I'm just saying. Okay, carry on. Oh, well, that's very kind So you were you. saying sure you... attention bucket. Yeah. <laughs> attention bucket, yes. Um, but no, but so they, so they have their attention bucket. They need to get filled up. So that's that's one thing. And then there's obviously then the other thing is is there's there you know we oftentimes there's a comparison of the two kids or trying to figure out that that birthright order or how I stack up against this other person. So I'm I'm dealing with that. And then there's obviously just the kids are just going to be kids. That old kind of mantra. So we talked about control. And, and having too much control, this is one of those things where you really have to let loose. And I struggle with this, too, because they went from – my girls went from nice, kind, playing to now oh, yeah. every, like, <laughs> third second. It's like they're screaming and yelling oh, and crying. Oh, my God, and yeah. She hit me with this toy, and she bit me, or – you know, and it, and it all starts – always starts very fun and jovial and always ends up in tears. Mm -hmm. um, so, first off, the first thing you need to figure out is, is that they need to learn – to just fucking figure shit out on their own. They need to be okay. Yeah. Fight, cry, scratch, scratch, do whatever. So most awesome, what do you mean? Uh, like, is, is that just like figure out things independently or just between the two of them? And does that kind of, does that age gap matter? Like, can one process kind of how to like, you know, conflict resolution and figure this yes. out? Yeah, good point. Um, I think they have to figure it out themselves together, you know, within the, that little construct. I can't keep coming in. Yeah hovering in and, and taking control over it mm -mm. um it's it's definitely like it is a think of it as like a very like uh like you know with a with a safety net in terms of that interpersonal communication that those dynamics that you learn how to deal with somebody how to deal with something that is going your way how to share all that stuff is like a very like safe harbor for it because they are you know in your house and their brother and sister or sister and sister what have you so it's very easy for that um so, yeah, they kind of just need to figure it out on their own. And once you realize that you're not going to be able to stop it at all, that it's going to happen, it's actually kind of a freeing moment. So so parents need to just realize that fighting is going to happen. I'm not going – it's not going to be puppy dogs and ice cream every day. It's always going – there's always going to be a fight. There's going to be something, but it's it's okay. Yeah. Now, Brandon, what you're, what you're talking about is, is if the age gap gets too big and then we have – somebody really bullying or picking on or really, you know, I was six years older than my brother. Yeah. So there's a large age gap. So I could really actually do damage and hurt him. So that's where you need to step in and actually separate them once yeah. it gets to that point. I guess a little bit about yeah. like that. And also it's just like even like processing, you know, like if there is kind of the older one just to kind of realize do you know what I'm saying? Like you have to, there becomes an age when you kind of realize when it sinks in that it's just like, oh, we do have to figure this out internally. And does right. that younger one get it? You know, because like well, if the younger one. Like, developmentally, they're all different. At different ages, they process things differently, right? So like when they're, mm -hmm. when they're four and two, I think you have to be a little bit more, a little bit more hands-on because this is the first time they're really dealing with conflict too. So they don't really know to say, 
you know, she really hurt my feelings because she's spending more time with daddy, you know, yeah. so they, they do it differently. Right, right, but right. my boys are older, so I, and with them, some of it is just, I mean, I've had mornings where it's like 9 a.m. and I'm like, let's go, let's go, get out of that. Like, we just need to go out into, out where there's like space and then they're fine. Because right. some of it is just that. But we've started doing this thing where I just ask them, is anybody hurt? Is anybody, you right. know, physically harming anyone else? Then you two should be right. able to figure that out. If if no yeah. one's being physically harmed, then you guys gotta you gotta do it sometimes on your own. Because that it, is kind of their that that's kind of the first like introduction. Also, like if if you if you do have a sibling that's kind of mm-hmm. around the same age, like interacting with a different human being as you're just yes. kind of like as your own representative, you're just like okay, I have to connect with another human being, and we together have to figure this out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And a lot of times with the older one, like with Kamishat, we talk about expectations and we talk about like setting examples and like your sister will follow your Mm -hmm. lead. And so, so part of that then becomes like, look, like you, if you don't want your sister to pull toys and take your toys and get in arguments, you can't do that to her. You have to set the example. She's learning from you and kind of help her include her in that, you know, that there is her what she does has consequences and it can impact how this relationship or this you know situation can develop so if she goes in there and just steals all of commission 2.0's toys then guess what she's going to do it to you and we're never going to get past this so you really need to look and try and be the role model and set the example and what you're also doing is you're just setting the expectation with the older one this is what i expect to her we oftentimes talk to commission and we say look Commissioner 2.0 is two years old. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know. And when you were two years old, you we let you do these very same things. But you're older now, so we have a different expectation for you. We still, you know, we still love you. We still think of you, uh, you know, love you equally to, to both of them. But we expect a little bit more yeah. because you are four. And we... And, and and we know that you are capable of doing that. When you kind of go down to what she's doing, we know you're we know you're past that. And so I think it's just one of those things where you can kind of just it's just it's a it's a lot of reassuring and just kind of constantly making sure that hey they know that they're loved. They're not being singled out from their younger sibling because they see them doing something that they couldn't get away with. But also at the same time saying, look, I expect x from you because you are four you are older and i expect you to be you know this that and the other yeah because i think with kids too there's this weird expectation of fairness everything has to be fair everything has to be even everything has to be well she got to do it i should get to do it but you know that's not that's not life there's different levels of of sure what you can and can't do there's different times when you can and can't do things and it's okay I think to say there are a different set of rules for you than there are for him right now because he's smaller than you and yeah. that's okay. That's what that's what life looks like, you know. And and as a parent, you can't spend all of your time just being the you know the judge and the jury. No, right? You yeah. can't sit there and do all that time. Um, another thing is is and is uh, just some basic tactics like what I've just tried is is when they're in the in the throes of it, just making them literally stop. And I've sat them on opposite sides of the room, yeah, just on either ends of the room, <laughs> and just they look at it. You got to put your toys in the middle. Just look. And that always tends to then slowly calm it down. Um, yeah. And another tip is, is you know, like you can't get into their level. If they're yelling and screaming and hitting, the worst thing that you can do is come in there yelling, screaming, 
uh, or hitting. Obviously, that's not the right thing to do. But just you know running I mean? there like, like a maniac. <laughs> exactly. I just, I'm just a lot of bows. You thought football was bad. I'm just coming Third here. Third tip, bows, just you know, smack them uh, around a little bit. And then all right, <laughs> you guys have kids. We get it. Uh, you know what? The rivalry I want to talk about is the Neapolitan Showdown oh, rivalry. Shit. All right. High now noon, brother. It. It's high noon. Bring us to that jam. So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me and we just disagree. All right, Neapolitan Showdown. Mm. What started out about an argument about ranking some fucking ice creams has turned into this. By the way, Many I'm episodes a later. according to oh. M.A. You like vanilla? Oh, yep. There we go. There we All go. All right, let's just put the asterisks on this one already. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to get... We have Erica here judging something that I think she'll be able to help out with. We are doing top three... Male celebrity crushes. That's right. That's right. Call, call us Broey again. See what happens. We'll take it to the mat. Uh, I think I am. I'm in the midst of a three peat, right, brother? I'm looking yes, at that four you, spot. You, I'm looking to try and break this four peat up right here. It's, you're, you're staring like at a at a no hitter, and I'm trying to just get it. Yeah, but like, a, don't a, a you base usually knock. decide the points on it? I do. Yeah, he I does. do score. He Relax. Does. Yeah, he does. I, I do score. Exactly. I, I score it fairly. I, we don't need. To, don't worry about it. Uh, at least I'm glad that's 30 percent of what you listen to is me scoring <laughs> the points. All right, let's jump into it. Uh, I will take <laughs> the ball out my top spot. I almost went with, and this might ruin you trying to guess my last. Your number one. three spot, not your top spot. Your number three. Spot. My three spot. Yeah, not my top spot. I'm at the top on the like counting down. I uh, Tom Hardy dropped out of my top three. I thought I was gonna have him. I have a little, a little uh. Hardy, like you remember Kush Lash, Kush from like Jerry Maguire. Like I have a little like a Hardy Lash. I'm like I'm just Hardied out. Like I'm I'm a Hardy. Oh really? I'm heart, Hardy uh, Hardy helping a Hardy. Like I'm just like I'm, I'm full. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. So anyway, my number yeah. my number three is I'm going with uh, Chris Evans. This Chris is less Evans. like oh. oh okay. I do I do like the way he's put together. Like he's I mean little Midwestern Nebraska. Yeah, might not be well. worth. But it's is just like a, yeah. But it's it's not like it's more of just like. I think he's a stand-up dude. Like, I just, yeah. I think he's a solid hang. Like, I want to be best friends. I want to, like, hang out. Yeah, I want to get yeah. beers no, together. Like, one. he's just, like, kind of, and he's very, like, low-time. I think you're going to see a consistent thing through all these for me. Like, I'm not attracted or interested in, like, these, like, if you want to be famous, like, I become, like, super disinterested. But if you're just like if you're in it because like you're really passionate, hey, if we're doing this, if, no, if we're if we're doing if we're doing this, we're doing it. What you want to be less broy? We can go over to actresses. If we're gonna do this. I'm all in. Chris Evans, my number three. But oh, I like it. It's good. It's good. That's so I took it. it I, very solid. I took it at it because I and I think our differences will be like you look for more like single like broy dudes, like and I am also looking at it in from the vein of like all right, well. We could be bros, but it would also be cool if the wives could hang out too. So I definitely looked at it from from that from that vantage point. So I'm mm. gonna go with uh, yeah. Try to walk it with back. my number. Don't walk it back. What are you saying? <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Yeah, try to walk it okay. back. Okay. Like this is All more right. about just like oh, I just want our wives to hang out. I'm just like oh my god, we get drunk and make out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Relax. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tell your story. So here's my number three. I'm going with Dax Shepard. Oh. We're, we're, we're both from Michigan. We're both from Michigan. Uh, he's a he's a Red Wings fan. Um, he's funny guy. He's got his own yeah. podcast. Love, I listen. Uh, big listener. I love it. 
which actually I think if if anything was to devolve that relationship would be our, our rivaling <laughs> could, podcast. Could be podcast, yeah. Oh, rivalry. Yeah. That's uh, exactly. Sure. And that's, that's liberal use our, of the word. That's and that that and my girls asking Kristen Bell to always sing uh, Frozen songs. Yes. That would devolve the. It would get a little bit old because I'd be like, come on, you know, they're they're two and four. It's commission. That's commission. That's a, that's a really good. That should be on my list. That's a really good one. That's a really good. I, you know what? You know what the thing is is when I went through this list, I was like, oh, this will be. It will be tough to get the three on there, and then I was like, oh, it's tough to just do three. Like, yeah, yeah, get it done. I have yeah. one, two, three. I've got <laughs> yeah. like seven just on the on the waiting wings. So yeah. if Dax doesn't play his cards right, you He's know, out. a Tom Brady and a Tom Brady and Giselle could swoop right do, in. Do you know? I, I emailed oh, the armchair. I emailed the armchair expert podcast and asked Dax if he wanted to come on. Oh really? You did? And what, yeah. what was his response? Uh, I have no response. Still waiting. Yet. Still, still pending. Still pending. Okay. They're, they're still right. they're still wording their response on their end, making sure they get it right. Uh, how do you score it, Erica? What do you got? Um. So, am I scoring this just based on my perception of these two? You're just scoring yeah. it. Yeah. Just score. However you want to score it. Okay. I mean, I love Chris Evans, and so I'm going to give you 50 random arbitrary points for Chris Evans. That mean nothing. Dynamite. Evans. Um, I loathe Dak Shepard. I'm sorry. Oh. I can't stand oh. that. But oh. he is sober, and I love Kristen Bell. So you can have 40 points for him. Thanks. Loathe him. Uh, Dak oh, that's Sh- right. He is sober, too. That might put a kink in my armor there. Yeah, I know. Out on Sunday drinking beers. Just to let yeah, you know. Yeah, but she smokes weed, and yeah. I think he's cool with it. So I think he'd be yeah. totally down to party. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, what, actually, maybe I should give him fifty. I think that's a dead heat. Actually. Oh shit! <laughs> there we go. There you 50, go. Don't get a lobby. You don't get a lobby. Solid argument for Dax yeah. Shepard. I just he bugs me for some reason. I don't know why. All He's right, very Dax. Bro-y. Dax, I want to be honest. She's not on every episode. Just this episode. So if you Dax, you want to reach out, like you don't have to worry about swatting this wasp away. It's like this sure. hornet that just kind of gets up in your business. Like just, just this is a one-time only affair. Oh, sure. All right. All right, my number two is I went with my boy. This guy started out, uh, he was in my number two movie of all time. His stock started out really low, partly because of his name and partly like he looked so pretty. Like I didn't actually think this guy could be legit and just not like an asshole. But uh, love his acting choices after Lone Ranger. Uh, all the interviews seems like a very genuine oh, dude. Yeah. Uh, Army Hammer is 100%. my number two. Mm-hmm. Army mm-hmm. Hammer. I don't know much. I... I don't know much about Army Hammer outside of the social network and the Lone Ranger, and that's about it. But a big thumbs up from Erica. So. Yeah. yeah, you win. No, Let's just end this thing. Well, it's just like uh, he just <laughs> makes like he's kind of doing some like just indie spot. Like he did that one. What was that uh, one Call he did? Call me by with, your name. Call me by your, yeah. He did Call me by your name, and then uh, which I, where he was at was risky but awesome. He did mm-hmm. that uh, kind of shootout movie with Brie Larson that kind of had like a lower oh, budget, yeah, like yeah. took place in one. He just he's picking like a lot of fun projects, and he sure. just didn't go like the superstar route, which I like. Sure, sure, sure. That's good. Um, so I'm gonna go with my number two, which is probably a total departure from uh, Army Hammer, and <laughs> I am gonna go with. But he's very broy. And I think it'd be a good hang. Um, we both love tequila, so it'd be Palomas all day, er day. Um, he used to play football. He's funny. He's a dad. Um, I'm talking about Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That's oh, boy 100%. Right there. That's I mean, this is really challenging for me right Ooh, now. Yes, this exactly. Because nice. I bring the That's heat, nice. Erica. That's I know a solid what I'm talking hang. about. That's a solid hang. Here's the thing is, is it, we'd be great. We'd be great buddies. And look, we'd, uh, we'd both get our workout on. 100%. Yeah. Me and Dwayne. Grinding it out. He called me M.A. I call him T.R. It'd oh, be a yeah. great fun time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Family Man. Family Man, exactly. Singer. Although God, challenging. our thing would probably devolve when I have to constantly be taking the weights off of our in-between sets, and then he's getting annoyed with me yeah. to have to put it back on. So that would how our relationship would yeah. devolve. Oh, man, that's a challenging one to score because I love both of these guys so much. Yes. Um, oh, man. I at first gave you 100 points for Army Hammer because I just nice. love Army Hammer to pieces. Yes. And he's obsessed sure. with his wife, and which I just I can't. I love that. Well, she's also yep. gorgeous. Um but I think I have to give this one to M.A. for bringing in a little bit of color to oh. this competition. Ooh, bringing a multi-culty oh. representation <laughs> matters. Oh, man. I, I got to give him 150 <laughs> for that one. I'm sorry. Look at that. Eking out. Yeah. I'm, up, yeah. I'm up by 50. I'm up well by 50. Done, Mm-hmm. I almost want to go for the 50-pointer because I feel like I know. this should be such Fuck. a I almost, I almost reordered this because I knew you were going to fucking go for it, and you're going to fucking get it. Go ahead. Yeah, it's going to be Bradley Cooper as your number one. <gasps> oh, oh, you 1,000%. Win. 1,000%. <laughs> That was my number one. Yeah. I actually, I don't win. I just got blocked. I will say real fast, going through my constellation bracket before, most awesome gets to read off his third and walk away with his victory trophy, breaking up my three-peat. Um <laughs> I did want to put my boy Tom Cruise on. Got to meet him mm. once. Uh, humble brag. Uh, you guys get, oh, get, get, little, get a little. Is that your number? Is that your number one, bro? No, no, no. Oh. No, no, no. No, no, yeah. no, no. Please. Uh, and then Shia LaBeouf. I think he would be an awesome man. He's a little too crazy to actually make my list, but I do want to hang He's with Shia LaBeouf. He's super out there. It'd He's be the tough. I'd be, worst. I, you're crazy. Well, I th- yes. I, you know what I, I think most awesome? I think it describes our lifestyles perfectly. Like that, like a rock is like a hang for you, and then like a Shia mm-hmm. LaBeouf would be like a hang for, you know, Brandana and Williamsburg. Right. I just can't imagine bringing Shia LaBeouf into my house and then, like, <laughs> the girls run around yeah. and be like, yeah. yeah, why is that dude like climbing all over? Uh, yeah, it'd be <laughs> climbing all over everything. Oh man. Um, so my number funny. one, real quick, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my number one would be Chris Pratt. Uh, I like him. He's funny. It's a good hang. Uh, he used to be heavy. Now he got into shape, so I know he's probably humble. Yeah. Um, he's a total man's man. He like works on his car. He goes hunts, fishes, does all that outdoorsy shit. Uh, plus, he likes football. And even though him and Anna Ferris got divorced, they still had like a a nice uh, relationship afterwards. They didn't trash each other in the tabloids, and so I think that that's nice. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with Chris Pratt as my number one because uh, I think we could tip back a few beers and and sit out on the river and, and do some fishing even though i don't fish but i would for chris there you go well uh that is uh erica you can officially call it that's an ma win uh i know that you're updated i don't i don't know if you hear the 30 percent of the podcast where if the other guy guesses the number one then they get the plus 50 and the minus 50 so oh that yeah should totally 100 percent. i knew that <laughs> you mean do you mean 30 percent? 30 percent you know that who all right is, uh who's in your console bracket who's in your constellation bracket Real I, quick. I i i need most of them like tom hardy kind of dropped out shia labeouf uh i tom cruise uh, I just really love Tom Cruise. And then <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't remind, like I was kind of going through a list when I was trying to dig in, like who a solid hang would be. And I realized like, uh, I, I'm low on Ryan Gosling. I'm oh. just low. Like that. Like, yeah. I don't know. There's just something that doesn't, I don't get too deep. I'm sure he's like a nice and friendly. He just kind of has this look where like, yeah, you're thinking about me. Aren't you? Like, it's just kind of right. like, it's a little, I don't know. Ryan right. Gosling does. Yeah. Like he's just like a little, um, It'll come up later, but a little like maybe false humility. <laughs> I waited on him once at uh, Lucky Strike. He was very nice. Yeah. Oh, see? But I, I was 20, so maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. 
I had Ryan. I had Ryan Reynolds on there. Oh yeah, uh, as one of mine. He's a good one. Although I thought what knocked him down a peg was is I thought he's very sarcastic, mm-hmm. and I think we would get back into back and forth barbs, and I'd be like, wait, I don't actually think Ryan Reynolds likes me anymore, uh-huh. and, and right. so that's why I, I knocked <laughs> yeah. him down. And then um, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. I think I actually would just like to be hanging out with Emily Blunt over John Krasinski. <laughs> so I, I, I knocked him down a peg. Not because just she, she's obviously she's beautiful, but the cool hang, funny, brassy. I've seen her on a ton of stuff. Yeah. I just think she's just like f- phenomenal. So uh, it ended up just being us hanging out. All right, great. Cooking with gas. And moving on to the MVP. Just kidding. It's time for Mab. Hold on now. Ooh. I got to interrupt you. I, young Miss bro, Erica bro, 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 and bro, 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 I have bro, bro, bro. a little. What's up? Have a little. Have a little surprise for you. You know how <laughs> we like to put Ma on the spot and see if he has it. We're Ooh. gonna do a little something called "Does Brandana Have It," where we go over. Tom Cruise films, <laughs> quoting quotables from Tom Cruise films. We have five picked out. Ooh. And we're actually going to do a little bit of scene work here because we have the lovely and talented Miss Erica Munoz slash Klaus on the pod. Uh. She's a professional actress. She's bringing the talent in this segment. Um, so we're going to kick it off. And so, I love it. Am I, or, uh, Brandana, when you are hearing this, you can yell out stop when you think you know okay. that Tom Cruise film. Got it. And give us a guess, okay? We got five in the hopper here. Five, so okay. We'll kick it off there. Whew, okay. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Go There's ahead. a sensitivity thing that some people have. I don't have it. I don't cry at movies. I don't gush over babies. I don't buy Christmas presents five months early, and I don't tell the guy who just ruined both our lives. Oh, poor baby. Stop right now. Uh, that is Jerry Maguire, and that his his girlfriend that he breaks up with in the very beginning, right before she punches him. Ding 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 That's ding correct. ding. <laughs> Boom. Kelly Preston in the Avery <gasps> Bishop Avery role. Avery Bishop. Very good. Movie two, okay. let's go. That movie two. Next movie here. I'll start the scene off here. Oh, man. <laughs> this is nerve-wracking. How do you do you this, M.A.? I know. I'm going to stop I doing know. this to you. This is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Max. Six billion, on, billion people on the planet, and you're getting bent out of shape because of one fat guy. Well, who was he? What do you care? Have you ever <laughs> heard of Rwanda? Yes, I know Rwanda. Well, tens of thousands killed before sundown. Nobody's... Killed people that fast since Nagasaki or Hiroshima. Did you bat okay. an eye, Max? Uh, stop. What? Oh, damn it. Is this um, War of the Worlds? It is not. Do you want me to keep on reading and just yeah. go through it? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Did you join Amnesty International, Oxfam, Save the Whales, Greenpeace, or something? No. I off <laughs> one fat Angelino and you throw a hissy fit. Man, I don't know any Rwandans. Well, you don't know the guy in the trunk either. That I don't is know. Col- oh, do you know? Do no, you I know? don't know. What is it? It's Collateral, 2004. Collateral. Vincent played, played by Tom Cruise himself and Max played yep. by Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Okay. He's got the pepper hair. You actually yep, see yep. the you see the L.A. subway, I think, for like one in like the three movies it's shown all time. <laughs> right, exactly. Yes. All right. Michael Mann, two. Michael Mann, two, uh, two and a half hour flick. Okay, here I we can't go. wait to edit Next all this shit up. out. Next film up. We're one for two. We're one for two. Brandana digging deep. Take it a swig. Here we all go. Right. Okay. All, right, all right, all right. Come on. And here we go. He didn't quit. What did you say? Salvucci didn't quit. None of us quit. I don't know. We beat those guys' asses up and down that field tonight. All right, stop it. Uh, all the right moves. Oh. Excellent. Love 1983, that. all the right moves. Craig T. Nelson and Tom Cruise. Let's go, baby. Two for three. Two for three. Oh, this is just like my Brandana gambling corner. I'll take these odds. Two for three. There you go. <laughs> two for three. Okay, next scene here. 
that's right. That's the first time you've been right. I confuse the two, and I don't care. I I love you. I I love you, and I'm sick, and I'll, I'll stop talk to you. Magnolia. I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow. William H Macy Magnolia when he's in the bar. Boom. Favorite yeah. movie of all time. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Okay. Shit. I should have. We should have picked more that have Erica read them. So this one's the next one. To me. This is not. This is supposed to be. I'm out of here. Yeah. I'm done. Exactly. <laughs> You're the actress. You know what? Me, you lose. Actually, I take it back. You lose all the points in the, that. Me exactly. Apologize. Sorry. <laughs> I, we'll count it. Okay. Next. Next movie. Next movie. Here we go. My dearest Brian. <laughs> a guy looks like a guy like me looks in the mirror. He either grins or he starts to fade away. And I haven't seen anything to grin about in a long time. This may not be the most graceful exit, but I know when the bottle's empty. The only thing I'm really going to miss in, is the conversations we had. At least I get to last, have the last word, even if I had to mail it in. Coughlin's Law, bury the dead. They stink up the joint. As for the rest of Coughlin's Laws, ignore it. Okay, them. stop it. Uh, that's it. Cocktail. That's when, there you uh, go. He, yeah, his... Barely. His tutor, like, oh, I was trying to, I was, because I remember mentor. he, he, yeah, his mentor, he kills himself in Vanilla Sky, so he's getting a little caught up if maybe he had a mm. VO when he kind of, like, takes that, like, takes all those pills and waves goodbye in the mirror. Where that's four for five. You know what? I'll, I'll put my name on that. Most definitely. Uh, thank you. I, I think we can officially say uh, Brandana does have it. And now we're ready for <laughs> Mab About You. That's right. There Ick. we go. Quick questions to learn about first time guests learn a little bit about them mainly to make sure they listen to our pods so there's a 30 percent chance that you go 30 percent <laughs> all right first question uh a question is coming out rapid fire rate this podcast on a scale of one to this podcast fucks this podcast definitely fucks oh kids in the room gonna have to dock you two parenting points on that one. <laughs> what's the worst part of holiday travel the worst part of holiday travel I don't know. I never travel on the holidays. I always stay home and bring people to me. Oh, pro tip. Thousand <laughs> points. Uh, what's your favorite Tom Cruise movie? Oh, God, that's a hard one. I, I really love I really love Cocktail. But just because of that line that I texted you this week where he does the big poem on the thing and the whole crowd at the bar is like, more poems, more poems. Yeah. <laughs> Only time you've ever heard that said. Yes, 100%. <laughs> right. Um, I'm gonna, how many lines are in a haiku? Five? <laughs> I'm going to give you five points. Uh, one time you accused me of having false modesty. Would you care to apologize? <laughs> Never. <laughs> I stand Good. by it. <laughs> Good. 100 points. Keep him on his toes. <laughs> uh, what team does Baker Mayfield, your boy from AOU, play for? Browns, right? That is correct. Yeah, yeah and they, they just, have two wins on the year. just got fired, right? That is correct. Yeah. He did. Another and, bonus and point. And the offensive coordinator. And he kind of had to go because he should have started him. Ooh, Ooh Bona just railing down. Bing, 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 ding, 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 ding. Exactly. Oh. Does Erica have it? Yes. Erica, give us a little acapella air horn. Let's hear it. <laughs> no. Do it. You no. have to. You're on the no. pod. No um, means no, Brandon. <laughs> oh, see. You know what? We're, we're got a finger in the pulse of what's going on. No means no. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's an NFL quarterback <laughs> we're obligated to mention since 60% of our fan base, they're from Kansas City. To win bonus points with our audience, who is the currently the statistical best quarterback in the NFL? Currently the statistically best quarterback in the NFL? Is that the question? Yes, he's the quarterback yes. for the Chiefs. Oh, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, sorry, you guys. Man, I could have won him over. 
Sorry. Yeah, um, a PM too. It's two PM, so we'll give you two points, minus two points on that because mm. it's Pat Mahomes the second. But I do have two. And really good don't ever show your face in Kansas City ever again. <laughs> I've been, and I have um, all kinds. Of, I have a KU sticker on my refrigerator right now, actually. Oh, uh, exactly. Out. You should have said you were because you won't ever be going back. <laughs> uh, okay, according to an MAMA parenting tip, what are you doing when you're porky pigging it? Oh, you're, uh, you're, t- you're, they don't have a diaper on and they're, they're, you're potty training. Very, very right. good. Yeah. Oh, uh, the worst. That's a, that's a, a one and a two. So that's three points. <laughs> uh, and last question. Uh, at what age can your boys start listening to this podcast? Um, I don't know. When, uh, whenever they have like a spare 14. hour. That's to good. I'll give it uh... to you guys talking. All right. Yeah, to fucking exactly. That's, say, uh, you know that's you're just out of 14. middle school. That's grade eight. You're heading into ninth right. grade. They're already nine, passing nine around points. that time, I think. Very good. Behind my back. Oh, let me see. Let me tally it up here. Sure. Very close. And yes, Erica, you yeah, have one. An MAB Sports <laughs> Cat Podcast shirt. Oh, dynamite. Well done. Uh, all right, guys. We took all the time in the world on every podcast in the world, and not everyone Fast forwards through 70% of this, so we better move on to the MVPs of the week. Most awesome, who do you have? Um, I'm actually going to go with uh, <laughs> Justin Bieber as my MVP of the week because I recently found out that the picture that he was eating a burrito from the middle was actually staged. So uh, <laughs> you, 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 almost, you almost made it into my top yeah. uh, buddy hangs. You didn't, but I'll, I'll still give yeah. you the MVP of the week, Justin. Well, thank God we live in a information age where his name can be cleared from doing something so horrific Heinous. and insane. Uh, my MVP of the oh, week is I have so uh, French fried onions. Uh, it's that time of the year when I imagine Ooh. 90% of the French fried onions sold during the year are sold over the next six weeks. It has a recipe that we all know that we want for the green bean casserole on the back. Ooh, can't wait to get them in my mouth. Who you got, Erica? Um, okay, I'm going to pick my husband. Because he did all of the boys' laundry this week and reorganized all of their clothes. And I didn't have to do Champion. any laundry Champion. Week. Man, it's a little surprise. I mean. That's not anyway. Yeah. Uh, that's really sweet. Um, I'm just saying. Guys, this has been a dynamite MAB Sports Podcast coming on. You can email us at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear your thoughts, everything going on, your holiday plans. Uh, if there's any map degrees of separation, please let us know on your list who your celebrity crushes are. Uh, Erica, real fast, is there anything you'd like to plug? Anything we can check? What, what are you acting in? What can we look at? What's coming up? Uh, I have a film coming out. Oh, excuse me. I have a film coming out, but I don't know when because it's just been submitted to a bunch of film festivals. So as soon as uh, it comes out, I'll let you know. But, oh, OAR just did a music video, and I'm in that. It's Mr. Uh, time, all the time. We'll the put that in there. Uh, what, what, what was the name of the movie? Well, what was the name of the movie? Just throw it out there at least. Uh, it's called Long Gone By. There you go. Yeah. Very Long good. Mm-hmm. Keep, keep your eyes open. When it pops out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> keep your eyes real open because it's an indie film. That's and you probably all right. won't see Speaking it. for the team, that was Erica Munoz as an actress, Erica Klaus as a loving wife and amazing mother of two boys. I am Brandana. Erica, ask most awesome to sign himself off, please. Hey, most awesome, would you sign yourself off?
Of course. Now, most people are thinking are going to go for our Thanksgiving episode. I'm going to say, oh, happy Mabsgiving. I'm not. I love Thanksgiving. So just enjoy your family, your friends, and have some turkey and an extra helping of Mabs potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion. Oh.